Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is week 28 part 5 of 2018 and today I watched Extreme Rules 2018. Um, so I did not attend this pay-per-view, I headed up to uh, watch this with Matt and Aaron and um, there, of course I was disappointed at some of the match results. But for the most part, there's a lot to enjoy about this pay-per-view, especially the opening match of the night. So spoilers, I'm going to talk about what happens, um, at least the results, maybe not specifics for each of these matches. Um, the first match on the actual pay-per-view, we had the B-Team versus the Leaders of Worlds, and the Leaders of Worlds were unable to defend their championships. The... B team are the new Raw Tag Team Champions, and they're they're absolute joy. Um, it, you know, they're I I noticed after the match, after the actual match, they weren't quite as excited as they have been in their uh, their one their other victories so far. But they made more than made up for it on the uh, the after show when they closed out the entire night. With the uh, most enjoyable stuff, uh, the most enjoyable celebration, um, even even more so than when Beauty and the Man Beast won the inaugural SmackDown champions. Uh, a new, as I'm recording this, a new episode of Being the Elite just came out, so um, I might try to rush through this so I can go watch that. But anyway, yeah, the, the notific, the YouTube notification popped up on there. Um, I kind of, uh, I, I mostly don't want to go on the Jericho, Jericho cruise, but a little bit of me does, but I think it requires a passport, which I've still, I have not renewed mine since it expired three years ago. And, uh, every time I look up what I need to do to do that, I'm like, I mean, I have all the, all the stuff I need to do it myself just take my own picture and all that but uh it actually is kind of a pain because i don't have a color printer or anything so i would have to get those printed anyway and i don't know it's it's like a big pain and i should just do it so that i have it um but uh yeah i think it would be re i think it's required to go on that cruise because they, it goes to the bahamas or maybe if you don't then you just can't get off the the ship but that would be awful It'd be awful not to be able to to get off of the ship if you needed to. So um, anyway, I, I bring that up because uh, recent developments on being the elite. Yes, I'm going to talk about being the elite instead of <laughs> extreme rules. Um, uh, Chris Jericho meeting with the Young Bucks, and uh, they've they have officially teamed up as Alpha Club for a one-off match on the Jericho cruise, the, the rock and wrestling rambling ro roll on whatever it's called, um, versus bullet club, the team of Cody, um, Kenny and Marty scroll. So, uh, I don't know if anybody who's not on that cruise will be able to see that match. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't expect it. it's going to be off the walls or anything, but that would still be a pretty fun matchup to see. Um, 
anyway yeah i'm I'm looking forward to see that watch this new episode of being the elite all right back to extreme rules yeah the best the best part of the whole night uh the match itself i don't really remember a lot about it but the the victory and the joy um was was fantastic so uh that's my highlight of the night the b team especially on the after show celebrating their victory and uh so where do things go from here for them um i'm sure we'll find out a little bit on raw um do the deleters are the deleters going to be back in the hunt are they going to get those titles back or are we going to see the b team defending the championship at well (laughs) these aren't these aren't exactly exclusive possibilities as they could be defending at SummerSlam against the deleters of world but what if they um uh they could challenge right away as jeff hardy is going to challenge right away the other title chain shinsuke nakamura defeated jeff hardy because he low blowed him before the match began and then uh, him with the kinshasa right right as the match began and got the pin so uh that was a weird weird match but uh could be interesting from here because randy orton returned and Nakamura was scared of him, left the ring, but he attacked Jeff Hardy instead. He just stomped him right in the nuts. Um, not, what, what did I call it? It was something stomp. Uh, the, the hashtag I used. I don't remember. Anyway, I, I'm really glad that Randy Orton is back and that he's a bad guy. And it's going to be really fun to watch, I think. He could be, well, right now he's going after the United States champion or former champion. So that could be a thing at SummerSlam. But uh, to get a, a full-on pay-per-view of Randy Orton versus AJ Styles at some point in the near future for the WWE Championship with AJ as a good guy, Randy as a bad guy, that could be pretty, pretty great. Because um, we have seen them go up against each other, but it was like, it's not a random SmackDown. Like, okay, there was some awesome moments in it. So that tells me if they're in an actual pay-per-view, they could absolutely tear the house down. Anyway, um, let's go go backwards two matches onto the kickoff show. I did not know that this match was happening. Um, and I was delighted that it was, even though their their debut match against each other happened earlier this week. So it's kind of a repeat of that. But there's some great stuff going on in this. Um, Andrade Cien Almas versus Sin Cara with Zelina Vega at ringside. Um, you get go check it out if you don't have the network. You can. Uh, this is on the kickoff show, which is on the WWE YouTube page. It's it's pretty it's pretty good, especially if you're a fan of either of these guys. Um, so check it out. We also had a tables match: Sanity versus the New Day, and Sanity won. Um, oh, anytime these wow, both these matches were exactly on the minute, and the tag team matches exactly on the minute. I have a feeling, person filling these out was maybe a little bit lazy i don't know maybe they were all exactly seven eight 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 twenty okay 805 that's a little bit more specific um oh they rounded to 
the nearest fives, I think. Except for the Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy match. Six seconds. Six seconds that match took. Um, yeah, all tables matches. There's so much... The thing about it, about tables matches, I mean, the concept is great and all of that, but unless they continue to tag afterwards, you only get one big table event. Um, you can have all kinds of close calls, of course, but as soon as that one table goes, oh, match is over. Move on to the next thing. So um, it's always, I can't think of any tables matches that uh, have not been, uh, of course, I've only seen a few of them anyway, but uh, that are, are not like anticlimactic because it's like, boom, done. That's it. That's the match. Um, unless there's, I don't, I don't know, I can't even think of examples of otherwise. So let's move on. We have Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin, sorry, Beer, beer Baron Corbin. Uh, Constable Baron Corbin, um, Finn Balor defeated him, which is great news for Finn. And, uh, we, we get what happens from here. I have, have no idea. These guys are just having problems with each other. And, uh, I don't see this ending them having problems with each other. Baron Corbin is probably just going to be more, even more insufferable, um, in his constable position. We had Carmella versus Asuka with James Ellsworth in a shark cage. These these officials, they get their stuff together. He obviously had stuff all up in his hoodie, sweatshirt, jacket thing. His p- pockets were all sagging and all that. Nobody patted him down. Nobody patted him down. They didn't check him for the chain that he used. The spray that he dropped down, he didn't use it, he dropped it down. The spray that he dropped down, the lockpick set that he used to to get himself out of the out of the cage. Uh, but at least he got hung upside <laughs> upside down like a sexy pinata. James Ellsworth is the true sexy pinata. And um got the got the stuffings kicked out of him by Asuka. But uh, it was a it was a big distraction. Carmella got the win, um, but got to see Oscar beat him up even more after he got released from that upside down position. And she beat up everybody. She beat up all the people who are trying to help Ellsworth. Um, I would have done that too if I were Oscar. So Carmella is still the champion. Um, I uh, I know a lot of people are upset about that. But um, I, I thought it was a pretty enjoyable, and I still think Asuka is awesome. It doesn't hurt um, my opinion of her. Um, but I, I, I understand the argument that uh, people who aren't familiar as much with Asuka, who did not, do not follow NXT, this, ca- this ruins could ruin that mystique that has been built up for those who have been watching her for over two years. Um, so next up, uh, Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. I already talked about that. I already talked about that. The steel cage, Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman. Uh, Kevin Owens won the match. 
by escaping the steel cage and the way he escaped that steel cage was Braun Strowman throwing him off the top of it into the announcer's table. So that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, Hey, hey, microphone, stop it. Stop it. What are you doing? Note to self, don't have my phone right next to the microphone where you get that, that, uh, that rolling click. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, this was a fun match, match to watch. Um, Kevin just being absolutely afraid of Braun Strowman. Um, I, I feel like it works pretty well. Um, cause he's not afraid of other people. He's only been showing this, um, fear, uh, because of Braun Strowman and rightfully so he got thrown. He's been, he's been thrown down a total of like 50 feet. Um, between this and Money in the Bank, and uh, the couple of feet off of the the edge of the stage in the porta potty, um, and his his rental car, he has reason to be fearful of Braun Strowman, and uh, I thought it worked here. So uh, we'll see if Kevin Owens is still alive soon. <laughs> um. And I'm sure a lot of this is going to be addressed on Raw and SmackDown this week. Um, get things moving forward towards SummerSlam. And uh, that that's one of the things that we, we don't really have. We maybe get like one storyline that's finalized or like solidly onto the next thing per, per weekly episode or per pay-per-view. Um, so there's never really a satisfying, it's never fully satisfying, like the entire night that, oh, everything is different now. Whereas, um, on NXT, they can do that. They, they, they're able to do that. Like almost every single takeover that it's like, this is clearly the, the end of this thing into the next part or into the next step of this thing. Um, whereas, uh, a lot of the pay-per-views and especially the weekly shows are, have more like, uh, this is like a halfway point to finality or a third of the way point, etc. So anyway, uh, they're, they're very different, differently structured just from how much of a show, uh, and how constant the show is. Uh, we had Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. Earlier in the night, Kane was Kane and Daniel Bryan were attacked by the Bludgeon Brothers backstage, and so uh, a large portion of this match was uh, two on one. Daniel Bryan just fighting these guys by himself, and before Kane came back out, it seemed pretty realistic that Daniel Bryan could have done uh, done the task, done the deed, and won the SmackDown Tag Team Championship by himself. So I could see that possibly um, causing some friction between the members of Team Hell No uh, in the coming weeks. So I'm interested I'm interested to see what happens there. Uh, midway through the show, or four, four matches from the end, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Bobby Lashley won via a spear, countering a spear. It was kind of neat. And um, honestly, I liked a lot about this match. It's very obvious that both of these guys were going at 100%. Uh, 
that uh, they're they're really doing all pulling out all their tricks. And um, yeah, that was pretty. It was 14 minutes and 50 seconds, which is much longer than all of the matches that came before it. Twice as long as every match that came before it. So that aspect of it, um, I would see uh, working against it a little bit, just from a relative uh, standpoint. If we had a couple of other, like a 20-minute match in that first half of the show, then this match would have seemed to just fly by, probably. Um, but yeah, Bobby Lashley, it's his yard now, I guess. We'll find out more soon. Uh, then, the Raw Women's Championship. Extreme Rules match. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Big James was at ringside. Antonio was at ringside. And Ronda Rousey was in the front row. Of course, all of those people got involved at some point. Um, but Mickey James was the superstar, the um, the MVP of this match. Um, it's thanks to her that Alexa... Uh, well, uh, how many times now, going all the way back to um, the La Luchadora days... Um, Mickey James has been Alexa Bliss's like most valuable um, asset, um, and uh, I thought Mickey was awesome in this match. I think she's the, she was she looked like the best out of everybody. Um, and Ronda, the couple of moves she got in on Mickey James was great too, but I also attribute that to Mickey James. Um, uh, I mean, she shares credit for that. Uh, so Alexa Bliss is still champion. I, as soon as I saw, um, that chair on the ground, like, ah, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna hit that DDT on the chair and Nia will be out like a light. Uh, that match was seven minutes and 30 seconds. So almost all of these matches were right around eight minutes. Um, including the aftermath, I'd say Carmella versus Oscar is also probably about eight minutes. It's five minutes and 25 from bell to bell. Um, so up next, phone stop clicking. Um, AJ Styles versus Rusev. Um, I I was okay with this being not being the main event, second to last match, um, because I had very high expectations of Ziggler versus Rollins. Um, uh, but after everything that's happened, that did happen, um, uh, this. This would have been great as the main event. Um, it, uh, this is like the most exciting match of the night. Like the actual match. The most exciting match. And it could be argued it contained the most um, actual wrestling of the entire night. Until the next the me- next match had a lot as well. But it was twice as long. Um, 15 minutes and 35 seconds. AJ Styles successfully defended the WWE Championship. But there were so many close calls and um i kept rooting for so i made up a like a pick em sheet um so each of us uh, so it's kind of fair each of us picked one outcome so like this person winner this person winner or draw slash dq and like the the method with which that happens um so my pick for this match was aj styles wins via uh, submission so I was rooting the entire time for him to win with that calf crusher um, because the 
the the main story of the, of this match was AJ going after Rusev's leg, his left leg, and um, he did get pretty close to winning um, when he the one time he did get that calf crusher locked in. Um, but in Eng- I don't know if Aiden English pushing the ropes for him actually was that helpful to Rusev. It was more of like an encouragement thing. Like you can do it. Look, it's a, it's a little bit closer. You can do it. You can do it. Um, that motivation factor probably did help a lot. Um, but he, he, he very, uh, um, Rusev very solidly grabbed that rope. So if, if Aiden wasn't holding it, he could have gotten that pinky finger on there. Like, which is actually harder to do than, just doing your middle finger, your index finger. So you probably don't go for the pinky. Just use your, one of the longer fingers, unless your pinky finger is your longest finger, then go for it. Um, although I guess maybe the extension, no, I'd say the extension rotating of the hand middle finger is still the longest. I'd say anyway, um, unless the positioning is that no, even then, I have my arm out to the side now, unless it's behind you. If it's behind you, but then the rest of your body is a lot closer to the rope. Anyhow, <clears throat> I, I like this match a lot. This is probably my favorite. This was my favorite match of the night. Um, and AJ Styles, oh man, close, close calls on those kickouts. Those are like the closest to three that's 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 possible without a high speed camera. And some type of laser measuring system. So a great match. This is the the one match that's must see of this whole night, I would say, um, with a couple of highlights throughout. Like the finishes for all of the matches are worth seeing just to see what happens. Um, all right, then our main event: Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre at ringside versus Seth Rollins in an Iron Man match. There were um, nine falls total. And Dolph Ziggler won. It was tied when time ran out at 30 second or 30 minutes. And Kurt Angle, so Dolph Ziggler retained the championship because it was a draw. And Kurt Angle comes out and says, oh, no, nobody wants to see that. The guy have an actual winner. You're going into sudden death. And then uh, while he was doing all that, Drew McIntyre has made his way back out because he was ejected earlier after getting a disqualification which earned a point for Seth Rollins. Um, but his interference pretty much resulted in the following three points from Dolph Ziggler. And then this final point, the fifth point, was absolutely Drew McIntyre's doing. Because uh, he distracted Seth. Seth went over to to attack him, to get him out of there. But uh, Ziggler snuck up on him, hit the zigzag, and got the fifth fall to win the uh the match so he he technically defended his championship twice uh but it was another 10 second thing like the united states championship earlier that it could have just been that's how it like if it wasn't for the iron man match part of it it was kind of exactly the same (laughs) the same result as the united states championship match except that the title didn't change hands so that's all the, the the after show is pretty good. We had Carmella on there. We had um, the we had who did we have? Was it Dolph Ziggler? No. Yes. 
I forget. I forget. No, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was on. Was it? Yes. Yes. Right. Doesn't matter. The end of the show was the B team, and it was fantastic. So watch it for for that part of it. Um. So uh, yeah, I I I don't know where things are going to go from here. Also, there's an ultimatum given by Kurt Angle to Brock Lesnar. He either he either needs to do one thing or another thing or another thing. So uh, we're probably going to see him. The first thing is to show up on Raw to to to, to address this Universal Championship thing. And Bobby Lashley's argument is that Brock was sick of defending it against Roman Reigns, but now there's a new big dog. So maybe defend it against him. Um, so I, I would I would actually. I actually enjoy Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. That would be pretty, pretty solid. Um, so we'll, hopefully that's what happens because I, I would enjoy that. And if Bobby Lashley does defeat him, wow. Where, where things go from there? If it becomes a triple threat, then um, why would Brock agree to that? Why would Paul Heyman and Brock or Brock agree to that? They're like, Roman's had like seven chances now. Hasn't been able to get the job done. Let's uh, give Bobby Lashley a one-on-one shot in an actual wrestling wrestling match. No weird stipulation stipulations, none of that. But uh, but really, should be AJ Styles unifying the titles by defeating Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, right? Yeah, that's what should happen. Uh, and then bring then break the Intercontinental Championship, the top title on Raw. And then uh, something else, bring something else in there. Have the have a, a cycling uh, NXT title appearance on there, or the, the North American Championship, or the United Kingdom Championship, or the the NXT Championship. Uh, just have one of those appear like every other week or so. That's too much cross brand stuff. That's that's too much planning to handle, I think. Um, so the, the streak also continues that if I wear my AJ Styles shirts, my favorite shirt, um, when AJ Styles defends his championship, he's going to win. So I, I have to keep on wearing it. I have to wear it to SummerSlam. Got to wear it uh, to um, Hell in a Cell. Um, and I've got to wear it, uh, when, when we watch the, the Melbourne super, super show. And also, um, when, uh, well, every time after that, my question is who is next? Who is the next to challenge AJ Styles for that championship? Because Randy Orton is back, but he, it seems like he's in the United States championship picture. Um, so I, that pretty much leaves Samoa Joe. Um, and I could see him coming out and interrupting AJ as AJ is interviewed about his um, successful defense and probably being exa- asked exactly that question. Like what, what's next? What challenger is to come? Um, so I, I think it will be Samoa Joe at SummerSlam, but it would also be interesting to see, in the weeks before then, um, Almas going after that championship, um, but maybe that maybe that will be held off till um, held in a hell in a cell, 
or even um, tables, lighters, chairs in December. I I did look up. Um, I don't know what the sources are for the Wikipedia page, if the if the the, the updates are accurate, but it looks like that Melbourne Super Show down under. Um, is uh is, no, it's not the Super Show down under. Um, someone suggested that that would be a better name, and it would it would be a better name. Um, the Super Show, um, Super Showdown is the pay-per-view for October. So there's not a United States pay-per-view that month, which is a good, that's good because having a United States pay-per-view like a week after the greatest Royal Rumble was, was kind of weird. It kind of messed things up a lot and we're still recovering from it. Um, so yeah. Um, I, I am planning I do already have tickets for the next three pay-per-views. Um, and then there's the, the no, tickets for the next three pay-per-views, excluding the the Super Showdown. Um, and I am definitely going to go plan on going to TLC um, since it's in California. And I don't mind traveling to California at all. So... Um, yeah, we'll see where things, everything goes from here. Um, authors of pain, they're, they're going to destroy the B team. If the B team has to go against them, they're going to absolutely just destroy them. They're going to destroy anybody that they go up against. So, uh, it makes sense to like, for, to make this moment happen. Um, they had authors of pain. I'd be like on the back burners because it's totally not believable for anybody to beat them beat them the only teams that can beat them are on smackdown why are they on on raw so uh that could lead to a pretty awesome um battle of the the big guys at uh survivor series if we end up with uh authors of pain as raw champions versus bludgeon brothers getting their championships back because i i'm assuming that team hell no will make a comeback and go go after them again at SummerSlam, and uh, we'll get a nice uh, a nice title reign for those guys for Team Hell No. Um, and uh, yeah, the women's championships. I I I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe rematches of the exact same opponents, or at SummerSlam is probably going to be Alexa versus Ronda Rousey. Maybe I don't know. Um, and uh, Carmella should go up against Asuka. That would be three pay-per-views in a, in a row. A triple threat would be pretty... That would pretty much solve the whole Ellsworth problem and the whole Carmella cheating problem. Because if they both just... Whoever she's going up against, maybe Charlotte and Becky, or if it's a fatal four-way, Charlotte, Becky, and Asuka, um, they just get Carmella out of the picture, get Ellsworth out of the picture and then just go after each other and have a hell of a match. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and, um, that's pretty much all the titles I talked about the United States championship. Now, um, Seth Rollins unsuccessful at going at, back after his intercontinental championship. So now maybe he's going after the universal universal championship, but Bobby Lashley's in the picture. 
I don't know where that's going either. Um, and Dean, Dean Ambrose has got to be coming back sometime soon. A SummerSlam return makes the most sense now. I thought it might be possible that he has some type of uh, involvement tonight in um, at Extreme Rules. Because kind, that's like kind of his thing. Extreme Rules is is his his thing is his stuff the kind of thing he he does well um but uh not not yet not yet for him um and uh if it's not uh if so if Seth's not going back after the Intercontinental Championship um I, I I'm not really sure who would I haven't really thought about that because it's just been week after week of these amazing Seth Rollins matches. Um, maybe Seth Rollins is going to go after Bobby Lashley now. Say, hey, you beat Rowan. You think you're the big dog. I challenge you. And uh, then we end up with a fatal four-way for the Universal Championship. I don't know. Roman, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, and Brock Lesnar. Just be a mess. It would be great balls of fire all over it. No, that wasn't when that happened. It was another one that uh, happened think i don't remember doesn't matter that's it for extreme rules let me know what you thought about it by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe in itunes write a review in itunes subscribe on spotify just search for today i watched and hit that follow button and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched thanks for tuning in and i'll be back with week 29 Part one, Raw, and right after Raw, I'm going to see Won't You Be My Neighbor. I've heard amazing things about it. Um, So uh, stay tuned for all of that. Bye.